Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, and after riding a workplace roller coaster, I was able to find my strength and motivation starting Ella Mazur Creative, a social media agency that coaches and manages businesses all over the world to take their Instagram to the next level. talk to you about the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Influenced Podcast. I am Ella, your host, and I am a social media manager and coach. I run a business called Ella Mazur Creative, and today I'm going to be talking to you about user-generated content. It's something that came up quite a lot during my group coaching sessions and even in some of my one-on-one coaching sessions. So I'm going to get into what it is, why you should use it, how you can put it into your strategy as well. So it is, it's a great thing that you can utilize. And it's something that I, I do with the clients that I manage as well. So we help them find content creators specifically for this reason. I'll give you a little update, let you know how I am. I love hearing how you are as well. So if you're listening, thank you. And also I would love for you to slide into my DMs and have a chat. I love it when you do that. I love it when you let me know that you've listened to the episode. So please do that. This week I had a Reels content day. Well, most weeks we have a Reels content day and we were walking around. We went into one a store and we were supposed to do a little bit of content in one of these stores. Um, and it was really, really freaking awkward because I am 25 weeks pregnant while I'm recording this. And we went in and one of the ladies, there were two ladies that were working there. One lady looked at my belly and she was like, oh, you sure you're not having twins? And I was like, oh, you're so funny. (laughs) I haven't heard that before. And the other lady looked at my belly, screws up her face and goes, oh, you're, you're 25 weeks. I heard that you don't look like that until you have your second baby. And keep in mind, she was like an 18 year old lady and I'm sure they didn't mean any ill intent but it just did not come across well at all and I was like in my head I was like you just don't say that to anyone you don't say that to a pregnant person you don't say that to a non-pregnant person why would you go ahead and comment on somebody's body shape especially someone that you don't know and I thought maybe I was just like I didn't say anything I just kind of laughed it off because I don't know how to respond in these situations but I was, I, I turned to Mickey who was with me and, and I like after, and I was like, am I reacting? Like, did I, did I miss something that, that was really rude. Hey, she was like, yeah, no, nah, that was fucked. <laughs> it was not cool, man. You don't say that shit to anyone. Like, yeah, my friends sometimes say, oh, like it's looking nice and big or you're getting bigger every day. Cause that's, that's what's meant to happen. It's meant to get bigger every day. But there's no pleasing people. Like it's either, oh, your bump's really small or your bump's really big. Oh, does that mean you're going to have a cesarean? Does that mean this? And I'm like, no, doesn't mean any of that. Like, man, (laughs) like I really like getting 
people's suggestions and stuff like that. But don't give me your opinion on how I should look. Everyone has a different starting point for, for one. Everybody carries differently. Everybody has different size babies. Like there's no one size fits all. There's no standard. There's no normal. So can we please stop commenting on each other's bodies, especially strangers? Fair enough if your friend is having a conversation and she wants to talk to, to you about this, but a stranger, really? The last thing I would say to a strange person that I don't know. Anyway, I just really wanted to bring some attention to it because it really, really bothered me. And um, it bothered me for a few reasons that another woman would say that and that it's okay, like they think it's okay just to have that conversation and it's not. Just wanted to let you know if you're listening, it's not. Even when I was, I remember when I was 25 years old, I was managing a cook eye store and I had a customer come in and she came in after I had just come off lunch break and I was wearing one of the tight dresses. She came in and she asked me how far along I am. And I was like, oh, I'm not pregnant. And she goes, oh, really? But you look it. I was like, lady, what? Thank you. You're after after I say that I'm not, you're not meant to then be like, oh, but you look it because I'm bloated because I've just eaten lunch. Like in what world is it okay to say these things to people? Anyway, thanks for listening to my rant. Let's get into today's topic. Um, and I'm sorry if that does not interest you at all. Please skip ahead if you would like. Probably should have given you that disclaimer before I started chatting. But anyway. We're going to be talking about user-generated content, what it is, and you will often see it come up as UGC. So if you see somewhere written UGC, it stands for user-generated content. And it is, I'd say it's like a buzzword for 2022 because it's always been around and that's that's where, that's how influencers were born, right? Through brands and businesses needing other people to create content for them and to get that exposure. So there are so many amazing benefits by including user-generated content into your strategy. Sorry, (laughs) had some sparkling water before. Now it's really repeating on me. Um, There was a case study done last year in 2021, if you're listening to this, say, later. 80% of respondents to this case study said that user-generated content highly impacts their purchase decisions. And why? Why do you think that is? It's literally because this is a type of word of mouth. So if your friend is posting about a product or a service and they, they've said that they've used it, they love it. They're not necessarily an influencer, but they are talking about the things that they use. You have that trust with them. So it's like you having a conversation with one of your besties and, and she's like, I just went to this hairdresser. It was amazing. You have to go there. You trust her. You can look at her hair and be like, yeah, your hair looks freaking great. I'm going to go there. You had a great experience, all the rest of it. So that is how ge- user-generated content works as well because it's like you have your trustworthy friend that you're not necessarily following for all these product recommendations, but then now and then, every now and then, they might be talking about something that they use and they they really want to share it with you. So you have that trust and then they create that content. Then the brands reuse that content 
And it has so many benefits because one, if that brand does not have time to actually create the content themselves, which so many business owners don't, that's the like number one thing that comes up in so many coaching sessions is I don't have time to create this content. Great. So you can outsource it, find some content creators, find some people that can create you that user generated content that you can then use on your platform. So what is user generated content in a nutshell? It is organic content. It is created by consumers. So not necessarily influencers. Um, and it means that there's no money exchanged. Now that depends. I mean, if you're, if you're asking for a lot, you might want to offer some sort of compensation, but that is completely up to you and you, and the relationship that you have with that person. So most of these things are built on relationships and how do you speak to them from a brand perspective? How do you reach out to them? What are they going to get in exchange? And this is always, um, if you're, if you're struggling to find and you're like, oh, I feel really awkward asking for free stuff. It's always nice to actually approach the people that, you know, are already using your product or already using your service because you know that they are happy with it. So they like when they start talking about it and posting about it, and if they create content about it, it's going to seem a lot more authentic and more organic because they already love it. That's how I fell into an ambassadorship with say Cacao Collective because I am obsessed with cacao. I remember trying it a few years ago from them and I just kept posting about it because I really genuinely liked it. And then we decided, or they decided to create an ambassador program. I joined their ambassador program and I provide them content. So that's a type of user-generated content in form of an ambassador program, which works really well. Um, it's great because the brand, like the, the person posting it will post it and tag the brand, but then the brand can repost it and all of a sudden that photo that they have posted or the video that they have posted goes into their social media or their Instagram shop. So, you know, when you click on their product and then it takes you to the shop and then it, you can see all the people that have tagged that shop or that product in or on Instagram. I don't know. I, I don't know if I completely botched that explanation. I'm so sorry. Uh, but it is as simple as someone tagging a product in their Instagram feed for that brand to then reuse. Um, that's all like, it's also great when people actually review products because then you can use their testimonials or services as well applies to both. Um, in creating a reel, creating a TikTok, creating a blog post, creating a podcast episode. So it's not just specific to Instagram. You can reuse this content on so many different platforms, but usually when you're reaching out and using that user-generated content, then um, there needs to be some sort of agreement that they can you can reuse that content elsewhere. Another type of user-generated content is literally if someone, a customer, a client has tagged you in a post, you haven't asked them to do it. They have just done it. They've created the content. They've got the product. They've got the serve. They've used their service and they've created a post. They've tagged you and you can then reuse that. So you haven't actually had a conversation and asked them to create you anything rather they have just done it. And that's all, that's also very authentic and very organic. So types of user generated content, you have your photos, 
mainly photos for Instagram, videos, video content can be Instagram, Reels, TikTok, YouTube videos. I'm trying to think what other social media platforms are using video right now. I feel like it's all of them. Blog posts, if you're using Twitter, Twitter, testimonials, reviews, case studies. It's a really great way to do it as well. Um, so if you are a content creator, say versus user-generated content, one is usually paid and one is usually not paid. So it depends what category you fall into. But then you will also see people on Insta or mainly on TikTok at the moment. I've seen a lot of people have in their bio that they create user-generated content. Like that's, that's their main thing. So I would say that that is actually paid. They're not necessarily an influencer, right? This also comes under the category of you sending your product or gifting your service to someone just to create content and they don't necessarily have to post it on their account. That also counts as user-generated content because they have created you something that they would have not necessarily been able to do that themselves without you if you are the creator. But unlike influencers who need to grow their community before they start working with brands, user-generated user content creators don't need a lot of followers and they don't, they don't need to show their face either because for them that content is not about building their following. For them that content is for the brand. So uh, 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 going through my notes. So how do you find someone that is going to create that content for you? Besides just waiting around and hoping someone tags you in a post, you can also go into tags, mentions of other brands. Um, a really good place to do it is actually going on to, say, a brand that might align with you, not your direct competitor because that would be bad, but someone that aligns with you that will have your same target audience in mind and look at who they are re-sharing and re reposting who they're talking about, also going through their tagged content and seeing who's tagging them that would also love to have our product or really enjoy using our service. Going through tags, hashtags, um, contributors to other posts. So there's a few different ways and sometimes they actually might have it written in their bio. I know on TikTok, a lot of people have it written in their bio. On, on Instagram, I haven't seen as much, but I'm sure that it will kick off. I'm sure that 2023 is going to be the rise of user-generated content creators. So some ways that you can include this into your strategy so that it can work seamlessly and people will start to increase that user-generated content without you necessarily having to reach out to people all the time, is you you start by, yes, reaching out, but always reshare any tagged content. And that might mean sharing it to your stories and tagging. It might mean if there's something really, really on brand, resharing that and tagging and always crediting the source. So the more you do that and the more you celebrate people doing that, the more you say something like, oh, when you tag us in your post, you, you'll get 10% off, something like that where it really encourages people to actually do it 
that's when that's when you're going to start seeing people do it more. As an example, the other day I was wearing a bikini and I tagged the brand and then they asked, they sent me a request to be featured in their store on that specific product and I accepted. So according to a study, another study, 72% of users are more than happy to accept a brand's request to repurpose their content. And now it's so easy on Instagram. That's what I was trying to explain to you before <laughs> that you can, a brand can send a request in order to feature you in their store if you have tagged them in it. So if you, as the person posting, tag the brand, they can then feature you in their store really, really easily. And that's also really great exposure for you as the creator. That's why it's also best practice from the other perspective as the brand to always tag the source, always tag the creator because then they're also more inclined to create more for you because they've seen, hey, they really liked what I've created. I'm going to do some more. Just as a little comparison and another study consumers, so your clients and your customers, your potential clients and customers are more likely or 2.4 times more likely to view content that is user-generated content and tagged content over the content that's created by the brand. And I don't know about you, but that's exactly how I shop on Instagram as well. I want to see who like authentically has been wearing this product or has purchased this product or is talking about this product. I will always look for their tagged content to see what it really looks like on someone. If it's a product, um, yeah, I don't know about you, but I definitely do that quite a lot. Like I said at the beginning, it's a really, really good, um, another avenue for you to actually generate more content, especially if you don't have time to create it as the business. Um, I know that it might be a little bit timely to find these user-generated content creators or people that have tagged you in the actual posts. But if you don't have time to be creating the content on a regular basis, then this is such a good strategy to implement so that you have that consistent bank of content. We do this for some of our management clients. We actually help them to source content creators specifically for this reason. And that's why you'll see a lot of brands create an ambassador program because they're people that are passionate about the brand and in exchange, you get you get what you love for free. You just need to send us some photos. You just need to actually organically talk about it, authentically talk about it, like you were doing before. So it's a really, really good thing to implement into your strategy. I would highly recommend it if you're thinking about it for next year. Um, you can do this for service-based businesses as well. But this is how you're going to build up your testimonials. If you ask your clients to, and like video content would be the way to go for this, ask them to create a video for you. Maybe they want to tag you in their stories. As an example as well, I could ask you to post about this podcast on your stories and tag me and tell me what you love about it. And then that's user-generated content for me as well, right? So it's not specific to an industry. It's not specific to a product or a service. You can implement this strategy across any, any business that you have. So 
definitely something that I would recommend doing next year. If you're looking to revamp your strategy, looking to inject something fresh, especially if you don't have time to just be creating all the time, get onto user-generated content. I love it. Let me know if you do have any questions about it. I know that it can be a little bit confusing, especially because you've got influencers, you've got content creators, now you've got user-generated content creators. Like, what is the difference? Um, But if you do have any questions or if you're confused or you want to know how you can implement this into your strategy, slide into my DMs and let's have a chat about it. Otherwise, have a beautiful rest of your week. I am planning out the next couple of weeks so that I can take some time off soon. Oh my gosh, it is creeping up really, really fast. We were just creating or just building her cot today, just building all of the nursery furniture. So we're ready to go. Yeah, don't worry. Podcasts will not stop. There will still be a whole, there's still a whole lot of content for you to consume over the coming weeks. But I would also love to know, like, what do you like listening to? What kind of content would you like? What do you want me to talk to you about? Is there anything specific? Please let me know. That really helps with me planning out what I'm going to be creating. If there's anything burning, slide into my DMs and let me know. If you are looking to outsource your social media, then also let's get in touch. Let's jump on a call. We're still taking on clients for 2023 at the moment. Um, We won't really stop taking clients even while I'm on mat leave. The team have got everything covered and you are in very, very safe hands. They are incredible. So if you need some help with your socials, I'm your gal. I can help. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye. Bye.